0: Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.
1: Westplex 107.1 and KSOQ both together and also 1350 AM, 1350 crap. It is bs in the morning that's what we're all about good morning to you it's 6 11 it is a thursday morning how'd it get to be thursday already man this week this day off uh, for the uh, monday holiday always screws me up even though i usually work seven days a week anyway but you know it sort of puts things in perspective you know what i'm saying well it is uh so happy it's thursday s-h-i-t you know how that it how goes uh this is bs in the morning i'm shelly she's brad brad go ahead and say something brad where's brad I don't know what happened to Brad. Anyway, <laughs> that's a running joke. We started the show all two years ago uh on uh, just uh Westplex 107.1 and it was just just one station. Now it's three stations. So we keep growing. Pretty soon we're going to be like Tracy Ellis, and we're going to have uh, like 42 stations and we're going to be on all these different stations, you know, with all this conservative talk. You never can tell. Uh <laughs> Shelley's listening right now. She's She's, well, I won't say what she's doing. Anyway, uh we'll go through the morning. Shelly will be here shortly. Uh we'll get on the air together. We'll say goofy stuff. I'll tell about being groped by a poodle in Home Depot, which is a true story. We <laughs> talked about this briefly yesterday. And Shelly didn't believe me. Yes, I got groped by a poodle in Home du- Depot. Now, who do I who do I con do I if I want to sue, do I contact the ASPCA or something like that? Am I mind being you know, being Groped by by a by a dog. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? It is six twelve. Westplex one hundred seven point one and KSOQ now part of the BS in the Morning show as well as Crap thirteen fifty. Uh, if we get about another twenty two stations, we'll maybe have many radio stations as Tracy Ellis does. But once again, we're working on that. And you know what? I found out this is sort of sad. Uh, Shelly can't Shelly can't make it this morning, so Tiffany's going to be on the air with me instead. Her daughter, Tiffany. Good morning. How you doing?
0: i'm fine brad how are you
1: tiffany i you sound just like your mom
0: actually well no she was a well thank you i look just like my mother too (laughs) i love my mother she's the best mother in the whole world oh oh,
1: wow tiffany you're nothing but compliments this morning
0: well thank you brad and you're a nice you look very attractive today too brad (laughs)
1: yeah this show is aptly titled bs in the morning that's for sure okay so so you weren't there in the last break you know you know what happens when you know you get a you get fined this is like a this is like an athletic team if you don't show up for practice if you miss one of the if you're late for the game you get a ten thousand dollar fine so pay up right now okay matter of fact call wesley bell and he might lend you some money and then he can send me some more money
0: He's your buddy. He's I, my buddy. Are you on first name basis, by the way? <laughs>
1: Wesley, if you missed the story yesterday, uh, I go to my, uh, my, my you know, and, and first off, someone said to me, I did get an interesting uh, call yesterday. They said, how come you have two birthdays? And the reason for that is years and years and years and years ago, I had a friend of mine who was a security expert, and he said, the dumbest <laughs> thing you can do is put your birthday out there in the internet. And uh, talked about. He says, "Think about it." He says, "When they try to steal your identity, what is the things they always go after? Uh, They need your birthday. They need your mother's maiden name." And he says, "Nowadays, it's pretty easy to find that out with all the genealogical you know sites out there, with what's ancestry.com and things like that." He says, "It's not that tough to find out, you know, your mother's maiden name, so they can steal your identity." So years ago, I took up the the fake birthday of June 4th. And what's funny at that's what's on my Facebook page, and I get gazillion people w- w- wishing me happy birthday on June fourth, which is not my birthday. So anyway, this past Monday was my birthday, and uh, what's interesting about it is that there's a handful of people that know my true birthday. So I usually do goofy stuff on my on my birthday, and I did the uh, the I went out and uh, uh, did the uh, panhandling, whatever you want to call it, working the sign where I tried to get money, and I got into a little bit of a tiff with the guy who was upset with me because I was on his corner, but I was there first. I got there, you know, nobody around, holiday. But he
0: was there second, and two's a bigger number. <laughs>
1: yes, he didn't like me at all. And he got especially no, got he mad he especially got mad when I got a dollar, when somebody gave me a dollar and didn't give me anything because of the fact. Anyway, where was I going with this? I don't know where I was going with that. Probably didn't make any difference where no, I was
0: going with- it, it. was they were missing the point about... um you and your personal relationship with the prosecuting attorney
1: oh so I go to my in my mailbox on my birthday on Monday because it was a holiday I get a little little notice in there that I've got a certified letter you know and it gives the the, the tracking number and it says who is it from it just says prosecuting attorney <laughs> and I'm going like this is not good when you get a certified letter from the prosecuting attorney and it didn't say which one I think could it be? St. Charles, Franklin, Warren, St. Louis County, you know, all these places that, you know, I have some, some interests in. And so then when I went, uh, Tuesday to retrieve my certified letter and the lady even at the post office says, she comes back, you know, I show the little, little card and she goes back in the back to get the letter. And she comes back. She says, Oh, you got something from the prosecuting attorney. <laughs> I'm going like, that's not good. Is it? She goes, no, I don't think so so anyway it turned out to be so
0: what was in it was it good
1: well i've been chosen as the citizen of the year and, Yay! and because of that i is now is that a
0: paying position oh yeah
1: matter of fact i get 42 radio stations in the st louis area and we're going to hire all sorts of people got away i have to tell you
0: what what radio station are we gonna for
1: one <laughs> we're, we're we're getting them all we're getting them all I, every single radio station i mean you know if you want it if you want to be see here's what we can do we will <laughs> we'll set up a calendar so in other words we'll have bs in the morning and we'll switch from station to station one morning we'll be on kc the next morning we'll be on like K kheads and then we'll do camo x and do all sorts of goofy stuff by the way i didn't tell you this yesterday my my run-in with jamie allman did i
0: Yes, but do you I, okay. really want to talk about it now?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I did tell you that story. God, he got mad at me, and I'm going like, dude, you don't know, lighten up. I mean, you know what? What's the deal? I mean, you didn't tell other people about it. You just told me. Well, I told some other people about it too. Which, well, you didn't tell people on the air. I told some of my radio friends about it, and they got a big big yuck out of it. I don't get it. You know,
0: see, here's... So why don't you tell us? I mean,
1: I, uh, I'll do everybody
0: it. that's listening doesn't know what you're talking about.
1: I'll do it next hour. i do it in the 7 o'clock hour. I mean, okay, there was a time in St. Louis... When And this was not necessarily in St. Louis, this was all over the country, before the goofy regulations kicked in, and you've got like, right now you've got three owners that own almost every, every radio station in St. Louis, but pretty soon that'll be down to two because Tracy will have like 42 radio stations. Anyway, right. there, was, there was a time when things were competitive. And matter of fact, even to the point where you saw ads on TV promoting radio stations, you drove down the highway, you saw billboards on on the highway, on the interstates promoting radio stations. You had, you know, morning shows being promoted. Now here in St. Louis, what do they do? They they fire on WIL. They fire the guys. They, <laughs> it cracks me up. They win the ACM, American Country Music, or whatever it is, uh, morning show, our DJs of the year. Okay. And then... 3 months later they fire the guys. It's like okay, that's like it's like you know, you win, you know, you win like the the Heisman no, the Heisman trophy would be wrong because that's they are not, not going to fire you. Well, I guess you could. You win some big award like like you win some some award. Like
0: I don't know, business of the year one year.
1: Right. And then you get kicked out of the chamber. You know <laughs> that would be like us. You know, once the one year we're the Fallon Business of the Year, Fallon Chamber Business of the Year, twenty
0: sixteen yeah. to be exact.
1: Yes, next year we get kicked out. Anyway,
0: we didn't get kicked out. We tried to get kicked out.
1: No, we didn't get kicked out. We had Brian Richardson, who you know once again is spewing his his his. Well, anyway, that's a whole other okay, story. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Shelley always gets hair in the back of her neck stands up when I mention that name. Anyway, he he really does. He's he's got a creep
0: factor, but
1: anyway. um. Six thirty-one. Where was I going with this? I was. I, I don't know. I wasn't quite that done. one. I don't know. No, I wasn't quite done. I was saying the the the, oh, the, the 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 it's gotten uncompetitive in the radio business, and very competitive in the radio no, business. No, no, uncompetitive because because uncompetitive. Yes, because once again you've got nobody's nobody's promoting radio anymore. See, because once again I well, keep saying, okay. well, am I st- We do. Yeah, no, but I mean, my stupid saying is. As the tide rises, so do all Social boats. So shall boats, yes. I believe that. Now, I get it that whenever you have, you know, it's to the point where, like, I think I told you the story, that there's a famous quote from Ray Kroc, and he was interviewed one time, and I can't remember who would be interviewed him, but somebody asked him a question. They said, Mr. Kroc, if your competitor, if the, like, the guy who owned Burger King was, if you, showed up somewhere and he's in a lake and he's drowning, what would you do? And Ray Kroc's answer was, he says, I put a hose in his mouth and turn it on. You know, the idea being that, that you know, business to him is so overarching that he, he just completely loses the aspect of humanity. You know what I mean? To the point where, where you know, it's sort of like, what's the, the isn't, isn't there like, I'd, I didn't watch The Sopranos, but isn't there like all sorts of things where like they're buddies and, you know, and yet, one guy does somebody wrong in business and, and then they whack him, you know, and the yeah, business is business. You know, you know, hey, but he was your buddy. I don't care. Business is business. He didn't do me right in business. Yeah, but he was your friend. He was your relative. He was your cousin. I don't care. I'm gonna whack him. Business is business. I don't get that.
0: And I the, don't either. And
1: maybe that's why I'll never I really
0: be don't I was having a conversation with someone
1: the other day about that. Well but see the crazy thing about this is let's go let's like let's take the Chamber of Commerce as an example, okay? When What's you that? no Let's no 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 I mean I mean in general when you go into a chamber of commerce meeting the idea behind a chamber of commerce, be it you know, O'Fallon, Greater St. Charles, Chesterfield, whatever the chamber is, the idea behind that is that is the area grows, we all prosper, correct? Yeah, yeah.
0: So That's. in other words,
1: is is that there's more businesses that show up on Highway K and O'Fallon, everybody makes more money and the city does better. Uh, and there's more tax revenue, and you know people want to live there, and more people want to you know move there, things like that. Okay, that's my philosophy in our industry: that the more we promote radio, the more people listen to radio, the more people you know realize. And the sad thing is that you and I fight on a daily basis. Is people say, "Well, nobody listens to radio anymore." 92 percent of the adult population listens to radio at least once a week it's been like that for years and this is not some number that that shelley and brad just made up this is not a bs in the morning number this is a number that's that's come up from uh nielsen you know the big company that rates tv and radio and all sorts of other different things and what's interesting about it is, it beats everything, including the internet, smartphones, you know, tablets, uh, television, you know, newspapers. I mean, we just decimate like newspapers. And yet, when you tell that to some people, how can that be? Nobody listens to radio anymore. What about what about Sirius XM? I read the story the other day that when Howard Stern left radio, regular radio, to go to Sirius XM, you know how many subscribers they had? How many? Six hundred thousand. Okay, that's in the entire country. Do you know there are, back in the day, I don't know if it's still true anymore because there's so many radio stations. Back in the day, you go back 20, 30 years ago in New York City, you had one radio station that had 600,000 listeners. Because you know a city of like Harvard many million there, you take station like W WINS, you know what is it eleven ten whatever their frequency is, or WABC back in the day WABC, you know with Cousin Bruce and stuff like that. You had six hundred thousand listeners to one radio station in one market. It's not in this market. It's not unusual. And Dave Glover was at his peak at ninety seven one. He had one, at any given point in time, he had like 200,000 listeners. Just in St. Louis, listen to one stinking station. And here you got Sirius XM, which is all over the country, and you got 600,000 listeners. And people would say, well, Sirius, everybody's listening to satellite radio. And I look at him and go, do you, have, do you have satellite radio? Well, I, I had it for a while when it was free in my car. So in other words, once it, it got to be an expense for you, you don't have it anymore. Yeah, I don't want to pay for it. Guess what? You're like everybody else. Nobody pays for it. You know, that's why they don't have any listeners. That's why they bought Spotify and all these other different companies. That's why they bought you know, all these other crazy you know, streaming companies. By the way, I've got to put this on a list for next hour. Talk about that. I saw the craziest thing yesterday that I thought was a joke, and it turns out it's true. What's that? YouTube. YouTube. Owned by Google. YouTube. Yeah. In a press release says they have noticed an incredible increase in audio listening. In radio, okay. and podcasts, and things like that. So now on YouTube, they have, and then once again, this is YouTube video, they have audio ads. Think about that for a minute. Okay. <laughs> on, on YouTube, they're now selling audio ads. Okay. Can, can, That's a little odd, but can, okay. But think about that for a minute. That's like saying, hey, you know... We're the video, we're the, you know, we're the video company, watch videos, but you can write an ad in our, on our, on our, on our, on our platform now that doesn't have any video on it. It's just audio. We're going like, okay, why would you want to do that? I don't quite get that. You know, I'm scratching my head on that one. If, if it's, that would be like, that would be like you buying an ad on television. Let's say you call up channel five. And you send them an ad. And
0: making it just
1: audio. Yeah, you send them, you send them a video ad where it's a black screen for thirty seconds. There's nothing on the <laughs> screen, and you just send them audio. And the guy calls you from Channel Five and goes, uh, "By uh, that 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 tape you sent us, there's 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 no video. Doesn't have any visual. Yeah, on I know it. it's no it, it's video. It's an audio ad only. Yeah, but you do realize we're a TV station, right? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, just just play the audio. So in other words, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you want 30 seconds of a blank screen and you want 30 seconds just of like you giving a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even want your logo on the screen? No, 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 no. Just make it a black screen the entire 30 seconds. Okay, say, thank you, sir.
0: It's, mo, it's, mo, it's kind of like um, Alexa's elevator pitch.
1: Well, and, it's, it, and and like the guy from Channel 5 would say, and by the way, sir, when you go to McDonald's, what do you order? Well, of course I order a hamburger. With I tell him I don't want the meat. I just want the bun. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. There's
0: only one person I know that eats hamburgers but only wants the bun. And that's you. No, 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 no,
1: no. I I I people I sometimes I'm with people who don't eat the bun and I always get their bun and I make it a french fry sandwich. That's what that's I do. That's true. Yeah. You
0: do. That's what you do, do do that. French I fry. said do do.
1: Fr- it's 6:38. Fra- Shelly wants to get out of this break. She's tired of I me do. talking about Jamie Allman and Brian Richardson and Tracy. I do. She's tired of that, right? 6:39. You're funny. Westplex 107.1. Christine Aquilera, I'm telling you. She can sing. I wish I could sing like her.
0: She really can sing, you know. And, and it was really funny because she came out when Britney came out, right?
1: Uh, I think Britney was first. I think I can't remember. I'll have to look at that. Boy, there's more stuff from Britney. Did you see this stuff? I'm going like, I read this headline. Headlines are so are so misleading, okay? I read this headline yesterday that says, Britney posts topless photo on Instagram, Okay. So
0: What, it didn't have her face?
1: No, she no, 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 top, no, that, but, but see, you're sort of going the same direction I'm going. Topless photo on Instagram. So you're going like, whoa, let's take a look at this. As a guy, I'm going like, let's take a look at this. She took a picture of, apparently, someone took a picture of, from her back, she's not wearing a top, but it's of her back. Like, okay, so like, that's topless? You know, like, come on. Well, that kind of is topless. Yeah, but you know, that's like saying... That's like saying, you know, I mean, I don't know what it's like saying. It's like, it's, 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 it's a tease. It's what it is. And it's to the point where, once again, you read the story about her and a conserv- her, her, this conservatorship. I feel sorry for that woman. And what's crazy about it is, the whole point of it is, I know crazy people that shouldn't be in control of their own lives. You know, I know lots of crazy people that shouldn't be in control of their own lives. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And, and yet, I, you know, like, for example, you know the guy who was in... Um, Who's in Back to the Future? Remember um, who was? Uh, who yeah, was Michael J. Fox? No, no, no. But, but the guy's name was Crispin Glover. He played he played the he played uh, Michael J. Fox's father. You know you know what I mean?
0: Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes,
1: yes, Have you ever? There's some there's some. If you want to watch some bizarre weird behavior, if you go onto YouTube and you search Crispin Glover Dave Le- David Letterman, it's bizarre. He's just, like, out there. He's just, like, in an alternate universe. He's either just plain crazy, or he's drugged, or maybe both. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, poor old Britney Spears can't drive in her car, can't ride in a car with her boyfriend. She's got mandatory birth control. She can't have any money. She can't have a credit card. You know, she can't do this. She can't do that. She's worth $60 million and she can't touch it because her father and, and, a, and an attorney run her life why is that fair? You know, I mean, there's all sorts of crazy people in this world that you know win the lottery. I mean, how many times have we heard about people who win the lottery and they win five million dollars and two years later they're broke? Matter of fact, you know, they just passed that. You know, they just passed that law, talking about the lottery. What's that? The lottery used to be. It was mandatory that if when you won the lottery, you had to appear especially if you're like a big winner you had to appear in 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 press releases you had to have a press conference they had to hand you the big check and they had to tell you hey this is this is this is uh, uh this is uh, uh i'm trying to think of a goofy name i won't think of a goofy i just use this is shelly Barr from st peter's oh. and shelly Barr just won the missouri lottery and you know there's they're handing you the big check shelly what are you going to do with that money I'm going to buy more radio stations than Tracy Ellis. Oh, Shelly, great, great, wonderful. And he, Stop it. Anyway, so so what happened was when they publicized who the winners was, guess what? Everybody showed up on your doorstep. Hey, uh, I need a new car. I know you won $20 million. Can you spot me 40000 so I can buy a new car? And by the way, don't let me forget, I had the most bizarre. <laughs> There's one gas station I go to, which I call the... The GHQT. Within two minutes, all bizarre, weird stuff happened to me yesterday. I mean, <laughs> bizarre, weird stuff. Anyway, go back to the lottery thing. They signed the bill that now that's not mandatory anymore. You can retain your your anonymity, anonymity. If I can say that word, you can retain say
0: that five times fast.
1: An- anonymity, anonymity. You can retain uh-huh. your anonymity and not go public by by rules of who the lottery winner is so in other words you can just secretly drive down to jefferson city show them the ticket you know they take into a back room they write you check for 42 million dollars and you're out the back door and nobody knows who won because it got to be to the point i guess it got to you know some people you know how it is i mean you get, people get money and and you know everybody wants to you know everybody comes out of the woodwork you get cousins you had no idea where your cousins you know what i'm saying I do. So anyway, they changed that rule. So anyway, I got to tell the, 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 the QT story next hour. God, this was bizarre. And you know what? I'm going like, after this one guy got done with me, I'm thinking to myself, I almost said to him, dude, I was dor- born at night, but not last night. It was It was so funny because <laughs> if I told you the story right now, I'll tell it next hour. You won't believe what this guy tried to pull on me.
0: What, at QT?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm walking in because, okay, here's my problem with QT, okay? I think they've gotten a little bit too big for their britches, okay? I pay at the pump, and the stupid credit card, you know, the stupid printers never work. They never yeah, work. They never do. Never actually. work they're out of paper are you you know you want you to go you hear your, you know your receipt stuck inside of there it's jammed up in the machine and if you yeah. go inside and say hey pump 14 the 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 uh, the printer doesn't work and the guy will say, yeah i know i'll go well why don't you fix it you know <laughs> you know why don't you and if you have ever seen inside those machines the printers are modular you know, to the point where you open up the little front door and you can pull out the whole printer assembly. It's got a little, you know, little ribbon cable and a little data cable on it. Bunk blunk, you know, you open it up. You pull out the, uh, you know, the old printer assembly. You put in a new one. And nine times out of ten, they're not out of paper. They're just jammed. You know, like, it's like, okay, can you fix them? You know, so now it's gotten to the point where, like, well, I use my credit card, I go inside and I just say, hey, give me 20 on pump number 10. And that way I get a receipt. You know what I mean? So I don't have to, because... You drive up to the pump, you put your credit card in, you pump your gas, you get the receipt, and the receipt doesn't come out. So you gotta go inside anyway. So you might as well just go inside. I think they do that on purpose because they want you inside. So you buy a you know, a a hot dog or whatever. Well sure they do. That's just good business. That's why I never could understand where they started doing pay at the pump convenience stores. Like, why would you do that? You want those people inside to buy stuff. So so as I'm going in, I'll tell the story next time. I mean, this guy is like he's the he's the ultimate con man, but he made a tremendous Blunder, right A while he, what? blunder, right while he's talking to me, right while he's talking to me. I mean, I I couldn't believe it. It was it was to the point where I'm thinking to myself at one point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is really weird. Is the guy gonna stab me next because of the fact that it was so bizarre what happened? I'm going like, I don't believe it. You know, it's just like it's just one of those things. So you know what I did? What? I called up my good buddy, Wesley Bell, and I said, Wesley, you need to take care of this problem. <laughs> Your buddy. My buddy. Your
0: first-name basis.
1: Wesley Bell. I'm going to send him a thank-you card. Matter of fact, I bought a thank-you card for him yesterday. Honest to God, I bought a thank-you card for Wesley Bell, the prosecuting attorney of St. Louis County. Because I, I got a certified letter from him, and it wasn't bad. Six fifty-five. Westplex one hundred seven point one. KSOQ, AM thirteen fifty. They're all part of BS in the Morning. That's what you're listening to right now. Don't you find it interesting that Nelly can uh, tell uh, women to take their clothes off, and Boris Becker gets in trouble when he calls a woman pretty? Have you heard this story? No. You know who Boris Becker is? He's a, a you know was a huge tennis uh, pro. I mean, you know, like you know one of the best ever in, uh, in in men's tennis. Okay, he's he's an announcer on the Wimbledon broadcasts. You, uh-huh. Let me read the exact quote. Um, he said, uh, the quote was, he's doing his broadcast, um, and he's talking about one of the players, his fiance, and he says, um, can't remember who the player was. The player, uh, oh, and, and, anyway, the, the guy's name is Novak. Uh, no, what's the guy's name is? Uh, I can't even pronounce his name. It's Marton Voskovic's. S f u c s o v i c s. You thought I was going there for a minute, didn't you? I did, <laughs> F-U-C- <actually. laughs> F-U-C-S-O-V-I-C-S. Okay. Martan Voscovics. And Boris Becker is talking about the fact that he's engaged. And he says her name is Annette Bozermurny. If you're a tennis player, always good to have a partner called Annette. And then he said they do say, and she's from Hungary, they do say they have the most beautiful women in Hungary. I wouldn't know that, but she's certainly very pretty. Okay? That's what he's saying about this tennis player's fiance. Okay? Once again, he said, "They do say they have the most beautiful women in Hungary. I wouldn't know that, but she's certainly very pretty." Okay? Do you have a problem with that? I don't. Oh my god. Some <laughs> group comes out of the out of the the group called Women in Sports. And they say, the charity Women in Sports has worked for decades to change sporting culture, including to end objectification of women. Uh, When two men are comfortable talking about women in this way, never mind on live TV, it shows there's still more to do. We need everyone to understand how this impacts on women and girls, how it makes them feel. Shouldn't we be the inspiring, the next generation of girls to play sport rather than talking about what what women look like? He's talking about the guy's girlfriend, his know, He's not talking about him or her. I'm going like, I don't get this anymore. It's just, you know, like, you know, he didn't say, wow, she could lose a few pounds, right? Or or she needs to go see a plastic surgeon or, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, like, he called her pretty. I don't get that. You know, if you drive. I don't
0: understand people either, but. You know, everybody is so uptight. Well, I, I just I mean, need it's, to.
1: It's to the point where if you drive up in a nice car, if all of a sudden you go trade your car and you come up with a nice car and I say, Shelly, nice car, Well, nice, you know, it's a compliment. If I say to you, you know, you know if I say, hey, I like the way you're doing your hair today, you know, wow, you look great today. I don't get that. You know, I mean, and I think the whole problem is that what it's gotten is, is that all we want is negative stuff. We want, you know, we want the squad to tell us that we're, that, you know, we don't, you know, like Cory Bush, that, you know, like that America is is terrible and blacks are still, you know, being held hostage or some weird stuff like that. You know, I mean, you know, I learned a lesson a long time ago. You can get a lot more places with a compliment than you can with an insult. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm not, I'm not saying compliment people just to get your way. I had this thing. I think I told you about this i had this thing that happened to me way back when on my 50th birthday and i still refer to it as my 50th birthday epiphany which was it was this bizarre weird day when all sorts of crazy weird things happened to me on literally on my 50th birthday on my 50th birthday weird stuff happened to me okay and um i went home that night and i wrote down all these things i was going to change for the rest of my life and one of the things i, I was going to change was about my father my father was a very quiet man. Look at me. I I'm a 180 from my father. And my father would never really ever compliment anybody about anything. He just didn't really say much about anybody. He would criticize things, but he would never really say, Wow, that was good. You know, I mean he was just one of those guys. And I just, you know, World War II vet combat, three bronze stars, was in the army for 40 years. I get it. You know, I mean, you know, nothing against him. He was a good father. But that was just the way he was wired, and I decided that I was not going to go through the rest of my life like that. I was going to tell people how I felt about him, and I wasn't going to insult him. I was going to, you know, if I like somebody, I re- you know, hey, I really like you. You know, hey, that was really good. Thank you so much. And, and, you know, at times I don't think I do it enough. I think I need to do it more. I'm when I'm out in public, I always thank people. Hey, thank you. I hold doors open. You know, matter of fact, I mean, yesterday I was in a restaurant, a guy fell down and I got out of my chair, ran to help the guy. Okay. And I'm not trying to say, gee, I'm a wonderful guy. It's just what I try to do. Try to be the better person in the room. Okay. But when it gets to the point where if you call a woman pretty and you got an organization that comes after you, it's like, ah, come on. I mean, like, for example. My, my problem, you know, my like crazy weekend. Okay, first off, I got a black eye on Sunday when I got hit by my own drill in the face and I got, I you know, my nose bloodied. And earlier that day, I got groped by a poodle in Home Depot.
0: I, I might be jelly about this. Go on.
1: <laughs> I was in Home Depot. Matter of fact, the one right there on Mid Rivers and Central School Road. Uh, and I was bending over. I was in the tool area. I was bending over to pick up. I was buying something. I was buying, I can't remember what I was buying, a a tape measure. I can, you know, I probably, in my life, I probably own 4,000 tape measures. I could buy 100 tape measures today, and in a month, I won't have any tape measures left. Anyway, I can't remember what I was buying, and I'm bending over, picking something, and something grabbed my butt, okay? I'm going like, what? And I turned around, and it's a guy in a shopping cart with a big poodle in the shopping cart. And the poodle was, was pawing my butt. Okay? And I said, to okay. The guy, I said to the guy, I go, your poodle has pawed my butt. And he said, he said I'm Mr. Brown and Croupin, so don't try to sue me because I'll sue you back.
0: I don't
1: get it. No, I'm kidding. That's not what he said. He apologized. What did he say? He apologized. I I didn't say anything to him. I stood up, and the guy had this look on his face like, oh, my God, I can't believe my dog just did that. Because, you know, the dog was hanging. It was a big poodle. What's they call it? a standard poodle? Is that what the big poodles yeah, are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was in the cart, and it's like pawing on my butt while I'm bent over, you know? <laughs> I'm going like, okay, this is sort of weird. You know.
0: probably stood up with a smile on your face and turned around. It was just sort of weird. And he was kind of like, ooh, that's kind of weird. The guy liked it.
1: (laughs) It was just weird. It was just weird. Okay, that's story number one. Story number two, I'm in the GHQT yesterday, and I'm walking in to pay for my gas. And this guy comes literally running up to me, running up to me and gets like right he and like i'm walking toward this front of the, the, the store and the guy gets in between me and you know he runs up to me from the side and he turns around and he's backpedaling in front of me you know i finally stopped and he goes hey man 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 uh, uh see those two cars over there that one car's mine the Other car's my girlfriend's car and we just came from siu edwardsville i'm going like okay fine mm-hmm. he says uh i got you got to help me out uh we both, both of our tanks are empty. We don't have any gas. We don't have any money. So at that point, he's, he's got his phone in his hand. He's got his phone in his hand in one hand. And he's got his wallet in the other hand. And he's opening up his wallet to show me he has no money. And out of his hand, what falls out of his hand onto the parking lot? What? A hundred dollar bill. Uh-huh. I swear uh-huh. to God. And I looked at the guy. I go... I go, "Dude, are you really trying to pull that on me?" And he go, oh, man, we, "We don't have any money." And I go, and then he says, he says, "But I got to keep this money. He says, "Can you come over and run your run your debit card on both pumps for us and I'll give you the $100." I'm going, "Why would I do that?" You know, first off, you tell me you have no money. You're showing me your wallet's empty. A $100 bill falls out of your hand, because obviously he had the $100 bill in his wallet. He took it out of his wallet, stuffed it in his hand, you know, to make it look like his wallet was empty. And I said to him, which is true, I said, I don't have any money on me right now. I have nothing on me. I have change in my pocket. I said, you're welcome to my change. And the guy, and the guy says, and I said to him, I said to him, by the way, what were you doing at SIU? Oh, we were over there. And he's mentioned something. And it was BS. Because I went to school at S.I.U. and I asked him. I said, how did, did you he get... go to the dental school over there? No, no, no. That's a I did see the dental school's in Alton. I don't know if you knew that or not. The dental school's not in Edwardsville, it's in Alton. Anyway, uh so so oh. Yeah. Unless they moved it. For years it was in Alton. Anyway, uh so it must be in Alton. So I'm sorry. I asked him I, I actually s- used to go there. I asked him, I said I said I said did you get off at 159 and I, I did this on purpose i said did you get off at 159 to go to siu oh yeah yeah 159 takes you right to the campus not true it's 157 159 is the next exit 159 doesn't take you in the campus. okay that was that was Mm-mm. that was what
0: you were just trying to trick him
1: I wasn't. The guy he was. He was
0: trying to trick you. I'm he not was gonna lie. Lying to That's me. exactly what he, he was, was doing. He was trying
1: to con me, you know. And yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. going like, I'm, you know, like, dude. And okay, so then I go inside. Okay, and a guy asks me if I got a spare five dollars. I swear to God. And when I left, when I walked out, there's a guy who's like sleeping on the front of the QT, or it looks like he's sleeping. And he says to me, Hey man, any spare change I'm thinking to myself, I'm in the wrong business. I need to just become a panhandler full time. You know, screw these radio stations. I'm just gonna go out and work the sign all day long. I'm just gonna hang out at QT and ask people for money and ask people to fill up my gas tank and I'll go to I'll go to Texas Roadhouse and say, Hey man, I haven't eaten for a week. Will you buy me dinner? You know, I'm just going to become like one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it, it, just, it just was sort of weird. The whole thing was like, like you know, I mean, imagine the guy's tell me he has no money and he drops a $100 bill. I mean, you know, I'm thinking of my. That'd be your luck, though. <laughs> what do you mean it would be my luck?
0: I don't have any money. Can you help me out? And then you drop a $100 bill. So, of course, they say absolutely not.
1: Well, okay, first off, I'm going to say something that may sound somewhat hypocritical, okay? What's that? I'll give the guy credit because he's trying to be a sales guy. He's trying to sell me on the fact that he needs money, okay? We all need money. And like Grant Cardone some, it always says, uh, somebody has... Did
0: he 10x it?
1: No, no. Grant Cardone, one of his things, he always says, somebody has what you want. And an interesting story. He tells the story about, I mean, can you imagine growing up with this guy as your father? He told the story about his daughter at the time who was like four or five years old and they were on a plane somewhere they're flying somewhere and she's going daddy I want some crackers and he goes I don't have any crackers and she and she goes like come on daddy and they're up in the air flying somewhere I want some crackers I want some crackers and he looks at her and he says I can't remember her daughter's name he says somebody on this plane has crackers you just find out need to find out who it is so so she says what do you mean He says, go up and down the aisle and ask people for crackers. So she goes up and down the aisle, and a couple minutes later, she comes back with a couple packs of crackers. And he says, I told you, somebody has what you want. Somebody always has what you want. You just have to ask for it. And I thought to myself, wow, that is sort of interesting. Because think about it. What are we training our kids for nowadays? We're training our kids. bumping. What are you bumping? We're training our kids for, we're training our kids for, you know, everything should be given to them. The government should give you this, the government should give you that. You know, if you need this, you know, you know, if you need health care, it's for free. If you need someplace to live, it's for free. You know, and to the point where we're 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 training them the wrong way. And the interesting somebody just texted me, somebody's mad at me. He was prob it was probably fake, the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> yes, you're probably right. It was probably was a fake hundred dollar bill. Okay. So once again, the idea being is we're training people to that people are just gonna give you stuff. Now, the interesting thing about it is is you and I is when we put our, our salespeople's hat, we go out and we sell advertising on this radio station, other radio stations, in return for us promoting people's businesses. If you right. buy if you buy ads on a radio station. Our right, we will grow your business. That's what we do. We will market yes. and grow your business. Okay? There's 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 a you know there's a mutual back scratch. There's a quid pro quo there where you're going back and forth. You give me this, I'll give you that. But what's happened nowadays is you give me this and I'll give you nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you know, it's like the thing, I keep hearing these stories. God, I heard this story yesterday on NPR. Well, there's so many people who after the pandemic have reevaluated their life and realized they don't really want to go back to work. Guess what? There's lots of things I don't want to do, but guess what? I got to do them. You know, it's just one of those things. It's called being a human and being an adult. You know? Yeah, the whole adulting thing is so overrated. Right. It's like it's like, you know what? I don't necessarily what? I w I don't necessarily want to go to Quick Trip. I want the guy from Quick Trip to come to my place, pick up my car, drive it down, fill it up with gasoline, and bring it back and not charge me. That's what I want. But guess what? That's not gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Tan Staffel. <laughs> what
0: what Tonstoffel what is that? think about it Tonstoffel isn't that there ain't no such thing as a free lunch Oh okay I got you well but 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 to a certain extent that was on. let me tell you the story about that so Tonstoffel was on a pen back in the 70s. It was a friend of mine and her dad had these pens made up that said Tonstoffel. I've never forgotten that. And I actually think I might have one around still. But that's exactly what it meant. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch.
1: Do you know what I have right in front of me? I just picked it up. I still have my Serenity pin. Do you really? Yeah, the Serenity pen. It's this pen that I got from a waitress. I actually traded her a pen because... I actually
0: saw another one of those the other day, and I was going to pick it up for you. I
1: love this pen. It's this pen where it's got a little window, and it's called Serenity. And you open up the window, and the window says, God grant me the security, the Serenity, and you click it, and a new message comes up to accept the things that I cannot change. You press it again. Courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. That's my Serenity pen. And every once in a while, I'll pick it up, and I'll read it thinking to myself, okay... I'm going to do the Serenity Pen thing. Okay, so now the Jamie Allman story. You ready for this? Yes. There's a lady by the name of Robbie Brook, and Robbie Brook is one of these uber political political people. And back okay. in, back in the day when AM 1350 used to be a talk station, and I I have told this I've told this to you. Okay, when AM 1350, the station we're on right now, one of the three stations we're on right now, used to be a talk station. We had you know we had. Brian Kilmeade on the air because before we had Brian and the judge that was the original show nobody knew who Brian Kilmeade was we had Brian Kilmeade we had Neil Bortz we had we had Curtis Sliwa on the air who is now running for mayor of New York City Curtis Lee would, would call me during his breaks at the show and thank me for running my his his national talk show on my radio station Curtis Sliwa well, he didn't have to call me he was a nice guy we had all these different people we had Brian Nieves on in the morning okay and we had all these people who showed up at the radio station. All these Republicans, all these conservatives who were <laughs> always on the air and they never spent a penny with me. Never, ever, ever spent a penny with me. And most of them were running for office. Never would spend a penny, okay? And I'm gone, like, hey, I'm a small guy, I'm running radio stations. And what are they doing? They're buying ads in Camo X and 97.1 and they wouldn't spend a penny with me. So, On my Facebook, Robbie Brooke, and she was one of them. She would come in all the time. She's like, you know, we're conservative. yang, 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 and She's always flapping her jaws about, you know, conservatives and, you know, great and wonderful and blah. And and yet they're the cheap asses. Okay? I'll say it right now. They're the cheap asses. Okay? So am I going to get myself in trouble, Shelly? Probably. Okay. So yesterday on my Facebook news thing where you get the thing, Robbie Brooke made a comment on Jamie Allman's page. You know how you get those things? Yeah. Okay, so I get one of those. Okay, i got to look what this is. So I I take my phone, and I go to Jamie Allman's... Uh, you know, I click the thing, and it takes me right to Jamie Allman's page. And it's Robbie Brook talking wonderfully about, Jamie Allman. so wonderful, you need to support his radio show. So I put a comment to her, not to Jamie Allman, but I didn't think about this at the time. It's on Jamie Allman's page. I put a comment, Hey, Robbie, why don't you buy some ads on our station? And I put the link to bssponsor.com, which talks about sponsoring our our morning show, okay? Didn't think twice about it, okay? Because I'm directing this at, at Robbie Brook. And by the way, there's another interesting story. She was like, and the reason she's doing this, she's like in the bag for, for Eric Reitens. And I met her when he was running for office. I went to their campaign headquarters on Watson Road in Sunset Hills and met with her and said, Robbie, you know, you used to come on my station all the time can you get me a little bit of budget for Eric Ryden's campaign? No, no, uh, you're too small of a station. We're we're buying all the big stations. We're buying Camo X in 97. Okay, Robbie, you know, remember, it's me. Remember, you used to come to my show all the time for free. No, no, we're not going to spend any money with you. We're spending all of it. I'm locally owned. Camo X is owned by this big out-of-town company. You know, the money you spend with me stays right in the community. No, 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 we're not going to spend any money with you. Okay, so let me see if I can find the, the post. So, I get this, I get this, this, this at 1030 yesterday morning, I get this, I get this text because Jamie has my phone number. Don't po- don't post promos for other morning shows on my morning show fan fa- Let me try it again. Don't post promos for other morning shows on my morning show fan page, dot, 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 ever, exclamation mark. You know, this is Jamie saying, I go, and I sent him back. You're more than welcome to post anything on my pages. Why don't you come on the air with me? What's, what's this? What, we're the misfits that nobody wants. And then he texts back, well, it's not that I'm not wanted. It's that what you're being told is a lie. And I text, what I text back to him, I said, as the tide rises, so do all boats. Instead of working against each other, Reed, Tracy, and Jeff, we need to work together. Send me a 15-second mm-hmm. promo for your show, and I will run it on all of my stations. Brad, ksoq.co, yes.co. No tricks, no agenda, just trying to mate. Make a difference every day. No, mm-hmm. no response.
0: Well, he's probably still got a little case of the red butt with you, and after that subsides, he will be all over it.
1: He won't, because you know he's 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 too big for the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't say that. No, but I know
0: what you're talking about. I used
1: about. to have. A, I used to boss. Always said that. And you got to understand most radio studios are relatively small. The studio I'm in is probably by 10 by 12. Okay. Small room. Okay. And the guy used to always, most bosses used to always say, you always have to make sure that your show doesn't get too big for the room. And the first time I said that, I said, you know, I'm a young guy at the time. You know, I said, I don't understand. And he goes, he says, you know how big the air studio is? I go, yeah. He says, it's pretty small. He says, think about where you're at. You're in a small room. He says, you really aren't that big of a deal. You're a guy talking into a microphone. No, seriously, he said that. He says. No, I am laughing because it's
0: true. He said
1: you're just a guy talking to a microphone, and some people listen and most people don't. He says, think about it. There's 40 radio stations in St. Louis, and we've, we're the number two. Th- you know, this is back in the old days of KSOK. We're the number two, three station, which means you know we're you know we've got, you know, the third most number of listeners. But still, it's not like you're the president. And he went through this whole thing. It's not like you're the president. You're the pope. You know, when you say something. You know, some people may chuckle, but most people, they don't give a rip about what you said. You're just some guy just talking on the radio. He says, when your show gets too big for the room, it's time for you to leave. And I thought to myself, wow, isn't that interesting? You know, the idea being is that when your head gets to the point where it won't fit through the damn doorframe, you know, it's time to move on. And to the point where how many times in life, not necessarily radio, do we see that? When people get to the point where, like, you, you know, when you go to, like, I'm going to throw one out. You go to the license bureau, and the people are snarky to you. They're mean to you. It's like, okay, you know, what is this? What gives you the right to be like that way with me? You know what I'm saying? Does that make any sense to you? What gives me the right to be the I, way to I you don't, what? I don't understand why people, I don't get why people go out of their way to be mean and nasty to other people. I just don't get that.
0: 'Cause that's just the way people are. I don't go through life going after. Not everybody people. everybody has the propensity to be like that, Brad. It's whether or not they choose to,
1: is the is the but issue. The crazy thing about this is, and this is what drives me nuts about the radio business, okay? We Your are prostate. Yeah, yeah, Hold on a minute. I haven't played that in a while. I've got to find it. Hold on a minute. <laughs> You always throw those things at me, which throws me for a loop. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's
0: because you're always talking I about I had prostate nuts. problems that were driving me nuts. I had prostate
1: <laughs> problems that were driving me nuts. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. The late, great, great Larry King, who said yes, that at the beginning of a conversation. Okay, I love him. Okay, so, so the idea being is that everybody's just wound too tight, you know? I mean, wound too tight, you know, to the point where it's like, hey, you know, in our business how many gazillion radio stations are there you know, and yet you know there's we, quite a lot we got our radio station you think right now there's three people listening to this station you me and your daughter that's it. There's, you know and, and we're honest about that nobody else is listening right you know
0: so i, I, could, I don't think that's accurate
1: i, I can say things like that you know I, I, and and under promise over deliver. someone says how many people listen to your radio station well i do well who do you i don't know I mean, you know but you know if i if you advertise on my station i'll buy your product so there you go, right? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll come get my car wash at your place. No, the idea being is that that it's to the point where like it's like Jamie's like doing his show from his bedroom on 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 Facebook, like you know because he got kicked off the air because he said that you hey. know, said bad things about that that guy down that kid down in Florida. Okay, you know what? I you know what? I, dude, I get it. I'm trying to help you out, and yet you won't. You know, and and you, your buddy Robbie Brook. You know, she may be your big fan and Eric Wrighton's big fan. She's no fan of mine because she won't spend a penny with me. Okay.
0: Oh, look, it's 729. What does that mean? Uh Huh? What does that mean? It means that we need to go to break.
1: Why are you getting uncomfortable?
0: (sighs) Oh, look, it's 729.
1: (laughs) Westplex 107.1, KSOQ, AM 1350. All those stations are all BS in the morning. You know, I've always loved that song Camille Cabello and Machine Gun Kelly and no Shelly. <laughs> anyway, she's gone again. 7.35. Good morning. This is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad, and we are the morning team that never, ever, ever misses a break. We're always right here, always on the radio together. We're like Siamese twins when she's my ying and I'm uh, her yang. It's actually ying and yang or whatever the heck it is. Anyway, uh, interesting stuff. Um, Missouri, once again in the news, not necessarily good stuff. Missouri was recently declared to have the nation's highest rate of new COVID-19 cases. Holy cow. Only 30% of Missouri's population is fully vaccinated. I don't know if you know what's going on down in uh, Springfield, Springfield, Missouri. They're having terrible problems down there. Um, a huge uh, uh, explosion of COVID-19 cases down in southwest Missouri. Uh, a lot of people down there have not gotten the vaccine. According to, uh, according to this... Uh, this is going back to June 19th of 26. Missouri saw 5,428 new infections. The Delta strain of SARS-CoV-2 virus is particularly entrenched in southwestern Missouri, as we talked about. Webster County Health Unit Administrator Scott Allen told the, the local media the variant is dominant in 96% in our sewer shed. Okay? In our sewer shed. The the variant. What's
0: a sewer shed?
1: I don't know. That's why I'm reading exactly the quote. The variant is dominant in 96% in... Is, dom- is I mean, Let me read it word for word. This is exactly what the quote is. The variant is dominant in 96% in our sewer shed. Okay, um, okay. Hold on, let me, testing of wastewater, also referred to as sewage, from households and buildings for RNA from SARS-CoV-2, helps public health officials in tracking the extent of infections across community. In a story published in the Columbia Daily Tribune, Mark Johnson, professor of molecular biology and immunology at Union Missouri School of Medicine, says, quote, the Delta variant started in Branson. A city in far southwestern Missouri. From there, it spread to the rural areas of the state. The variant reportedly penetrated the entire state within three weeks. Dr. Dennis Robinson of the Mansfield or the Marshfield Family Clinic confirmed to KY3, "It's six times as bad as being able to spread." He said that patients present more severe symptoms when they contact the when they contract the Delta variant. "Quote: When one person gets it, it spreads more pe- more people. It seems to affect them a little differently more than with GI complaints." They feel worse than they did with the original COVID. They stay sicker longer. I've had several patients run a fever seven or eight days. Man, that's got to be miserable. Local trauma trauma physician Dr. Sam Alexander said, quote, I'm seeing them back in the emergency department a month later. They're having all kinds of complications, problems related to the disease. In the extreme northwest of the state, this is Missouri once again, the Atchison County Health Department warned on its Facebook page that through that, as of June 21st, no local cases were reported. There was a spike in COVID 19 cases in the immediate region. The department uh, expected the peak in infections to reach Adson, Atchison County within the next several weeks. As a result, the county set up a pop up vaccination clinic, and the vaccines were regularly available to the department. Okay, not good news. And this is, you know, once again. And
0: so this is the strain. This is not the original COVID strain. This is.
1: The new Delta strain. Yes. The
0: new Delta string. Well,
1: what they've done is they're so that's
0: the third. Um,
1: they're using the they're using the Greek alphabet now. They were calling it something else, but now they're calling it. You know, was Alpha Beta Delta? Isn't that? Isn't that? Isn't that oh,
0: is that is that what they're doing?
1: Yeah, it's that's what. It's, Are you teasing? No, no, no. That's that's what they're using. They're using the Greek alphabet. You know, like like the sororities. You know. I tap it, oh, you like know. The sororities, you know, no, you're no, funny. No, uh, tap a keg a day, and I felt a thigh. You know those sororities down at Missouri. Oh, stop it! <laughs> you never heard it. <laughs> you know. You're
0: such a weirdo.
1: <laughs> what do you mean I'm a weirdo? <laughs> you ever? i i would I, I, I
0: i've never heard of those sororities or f- fraternities
1: tap a keg a day you never heard of tap a, keg a day that, no yeah, or i felt the thigh you never heard that one no
0: i've never heard that one either <laughs> that's hilarious
1: they're big down in columbia i'm telling you that's the that's those are the two so the, the two greeks that everybody wants to be in you know the guys want to be well it's i guess it's the guys it's just the guys the fraternities they want to be in tap a, keg a day and 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 I felt the thigh. <laughs> if I, you want to tell me if, if you want me to tell you a bizarre story, I'll tell you a, f- a story of my friend Mike Racemius from high school, who when I moved him into a frat house, I think it was, and I think the frat house ultimately got, got Did shut down. No, no, but he, you know, this was this was this was one of these. Um, I I shouldn't tell this story. I'd, I'll tell it someday. This was one of these stories where. Um, it's not a good thing to become a fraternity member when you're trying to do well in college, at least in my opinion, that he went to school down there and the fraternity ultimately led him to get kicked out of school because it was just a disruptive atmosphere. And I moved him into this frat house and he was the pledge and You know, I moved because at the time I had a station wagon. You know, so everybody was always, hey, man, can you come on help me move? Because, you know, that was before I had a pickup truck. You know, I had a station wagon. Everybody's calling you. You've
0: immortalized that station wagon by Board of Education.
1: Right, right. Whenever whenever anybody everybody wants to move, they would call me because I had a station wagon. We loaded up a station wagon. It had a, had a, I think I had a rack on the roof, and you, we could strap stuff on the roof and the whole bit. And I moved you a lot could. of people. You yes. could, I moved people to Columbia, moved people to Cape Girardeau, stuff like that back in the day. So I moved him in this fraternity house. So we get there. And it's, it's like... Try delta or kappa sigma or something like that and supposedly it was the only fraternity house that was off campus because all the all the greeks are actually on you know campus owned by the university and this was off of i think this was off of providence i think i'd probably drive down there until fight it i don't think it's a fraternity anymore anyway so we go there and you know he already pledged and that we take him in the guys are, okay well, let me t- we'll take you to your room so keep in mind what do they do you know they put the pledges through hell so he's showing us all, you know, and they're purposely doing this on purpose. They, so, you know, him and a bunch of the guys fraternity, they're walking us down the hall. Okay, uh, this room's available, and it's a nice room. No, we're not going to give you this room. And we go in there. No, this room's available. Oh, we're not going to give you this room. You know, we went down this whole hall, and pretty much near the end of this hall, they open up the door, and this room is stacked with trash from floor to ceiling. I mean, you can barely open the door. And literally, it's trash, it's beer bottles, it's beer cans, it's just trash. And they're going, hey, hey man, here's your room, good luck. So what do we do? We spent the rest of the day cleaning the room, taking out the trash. Then, you know, I got there early in the morning with them. Then we went to the hardware store and we painted. And <laughs> what was interesting was the walls on the one wall, there were some small holes on the one wall. And on the other hall wall, there were some big gaping, like pieces of plaster missing. And I said to Mike, "I said these are bullet holes." And he goes, "No, they're not." I go, "Yeah, they're bullet holes." So, so one of the, the frat guys come down, and I, you know, out in the hall, not my fraternity, I don't care, you know. So I say, "Hey, man, these are bullet holes, aren't they?" Yeah, he says, "Uh, last year we decided one of the guys had his rifle." And we wanted to see how many walls the bullet would go through. So we went down to the end the end, uh, the end uh, room, a couple doors down from yours, and we fired the, the bullet at the wall, and we see how many walls it went through. So in on one wall, it, you know how like when a bullet comes out of something, it breaks out the backside? Yes. And in the yes. other wall, it goes through clean? So they were firing bullets through the walls in this fraternity house to see how many walls the bullets would go through. I'm going like, wow, this is a fun fraternity house. Anyway, long story short, it turned out to be the wrong decision for him. And sadly, he flunked out. And I have to give him credit. Uh, He went back to, uh, came back, I think I moved him back too. And uh, he uh, got a job. Matter of fact, I still remember this. He got a job as a janitor at Jamestown Mall. And he started taking classes. He worked at night as a janitor at Jamestown Mall. I'd go up there sometime. His job was, one of his jobs was he would walk the entire mall with a push broom. He would push broom the entire mall. So sometimes I'd go up there and I'd just walk with him, just keep him company when he's working. You know, because was his boss was cool with that. You know, he'd, he was pushing the broom and I was walking. We'd talk. And he went back to Flow Valley and, he, and he, 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 he took a bunch of courses and aced them all, got A's. And applied for readmission and went down to Mizzou and um, got, you know went down and appealed to let be back in because he got thrown out on uh, academic you know you know academic whatever you call it because he flunked out the and academics right he had to go down and talk to one of the deans he had to make you know make an appeal and a whole, whole bit and they let him back in like a couple years later after he went to flow valley got some good grades graduated with his degree became a teacher and then in his first day of teaching he was an industrial arts teacher he got his thumb cut off
0: he got a what
1: he got his thumb cut off
0: so was he teaching them not what to do
1: (laughs) this is a true story is he gets a job as an industrial arts teacher okay and i'm not making this up this is honest to god true story i mean one of these things that you know here he goes through all this hell he goes to school flunks out at mizzou comes back to st louis gets a job as a janitor jamestown mall you know puts on you know puts his his glasses on focuses on his life decides he's going to get you know get straightened out you know does real well at flow valley at 270 tech gets back into mizzou graduates becomes a teacher gets a teaching degree becomes an industrial arts teacher gets hired at orchard farms high school out there off highway 94 in saint charles county his first day of school he's showing the kids around oh here's the shop and let me show you some of the machines back here and he's you know you're gonna learn how to use this drill press and you're gonna do this so there's this sheet metal shear I don't know if you know what a sheet metal shear is, but you put a piece of sheet metal on. It. It's got a foot treadle. It's got like a big pedal. You push down, and you push this this pedal down, and it shears off the sheet metal, give you a nice clean cut. So he puts a piece of sheet metal on this shear, and he shows the kid. Now here's here's what you got to do. You got to put your foot on this. You got to push down real hard and real fast, and it cuts the sheet metal. So the kid, you know, wimps the pedal, and and he gets the piece of sheet metal stuck in the shear, and it, you know, and and. He's like he's like, Okay, well he says everybody stand back. I gotta go behind the machine and clear the machine. So he goes behind the, the, the sheet metal shear and hits something, there's a release or something like that, and the, the cutter blade comes up and his kid steps forward and stomps on the foot treadle and my friend's thumb was underneath the blade and it cut his thumb off. Cut his thumb Oh my thumb. goodness. Cut his thumb off. And he said he said it's one of these things where the kids are like the kids I went, oh, my God. And he starts bleeding all over the place. And he tells, I remember him telling the story. He walks who around. Had
0: to, who had to find the thumb? Oh, no, no.
1: He walks around the front of the machine, picks up the thumb, uh. and says, I'll be back. I'm going down to see the nurse. So he walks down the hall, bleeding down the hall, walks into the office where the nurse is, walks in, and the nurse, oh, my God, what happened? So... They iced up the, the thumb, and they took him to the hospital. I think they took him to the hospital an ambulance, and they sewed his thumb back on.
0: That's about right. <laughs> like That's about like, standard protocol.
1: Talking about first-day work stories, okay? Is that a good one or what?
0: <laughs> That's a really good one. And and props to your friend for maintaining well, his composure as he was holding his well, thumb. Then the crazy, He had to be in shock.
1: Well, then the crazy thing was he called me up one day, and he says he says, I'm in Saint Charles, you know, Saint Charles County. He's I'm at the courthouse. I go, What are you doing there? He says, I have to go to court. I go, What happened? There's some there's some law in the state of Missouri that if you get a body part amputated, you gotta go through the court system. It has to be adjudicated through the court system.
0: That's not true.
1: No, Stop no, no, it. no, honest to God. I, I, you know, and I said, said to him, I said, well, I don't get it. And he says, yeah. He says, it's something to do with, I don't know what it is, but if that happens to you, you have to go to court. And he did. He had to go to court. I think he got some money out of it, you know, and, and it was like a workman's comp kind of deal. So it was like a hearing. He had to go to court because he got, he got a body part amputated. So see if you, if you get your body part amputated, you got to go to court. So that's oh, why, dear. That, see, that's why most people don't amputate anything off their body. Cause they don't want to go to court. They hate court that much.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly the reason why people don't get things amputated off their body, Brad. 7.48. Huh? Is that true?
1: Westplex 107.1, KSOQ, AM 1350, all those stations of BS in the Morning Show, that's who we are. By the way, that song I just played? Yes. Did you know that in Seattle and Portland... You
0: think I'm a perfect 10?
1: Oh, no, no, you're missing the point of what I'm going to say about that song, is that that's, that's oh. the new national anthem. They've gotten rid of the Star Spangled Banner in Portland and Seattle. That's the new national anthem. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, they got rid of She sets she sets the city on fire. Yeah, that's because
0: Oh, stop it. Yeah,
1: actually they they're going the,
0: to change they, wah, wah, They're wah. going to change the title of the
1: song so it won't be it won't be gender specific. It's going to be it sets the city on fire.
0: Okay, or she it's
1: <laughs> No, or no. Are they are are them sets the, <laughs> <fire>. they, they <laughs> sets the city on fire? They they sets the city on fire. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got all sorts of weird stuff on my Facebook page. You see this bizarre doorbell? All these ring camera videos. This bizarre accident that happened in this guy's front yard over in Coeke, Illinois, I believe it is. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this tomorrow. It's so bizarre. It's like it's like okay, what is this crazy what stuff? What happened? These two cars come down the street. It's in a subdivision. This guy's his doorbell camera. Two cars come down the street, and the one car smashes into the other car. They both end up in this guy's front yard. The, the one car hits a tree. It's like an SUV hits a tree. The one guy gets out of the other car. The two people get out of the other car, and they run down the street, and they leave the cars. And there's no, there's no license plates in either of the cars. So here they smashed into this guy's, you know, they, they, they totaled these two cars, almost ran this guy's car into, you know, into this guy's house. It's all on ring doorbell. Takes a big hunk out of his tree. And, the, and there's two people in the one car, and this guy in an SUV, they all get out. They run down the street and never seen never heard or seen from again, and there's no license plates in either of the cars. So what's the well, deal? All they have to do is run the vans or
0: sit there and...
1: You would think. Um, you would think.
0: I mean, wh- where's go grist when you need him. i
1: don't know. I, you know i'm just i'm just telling you what i'm seeing i mean it's like it's like huh. okay this is bizarre okay one other thing i gotta mention this i've, I've lost track of what i was talking about i'm trying to be on track this morning because this is day number 178 of course you are. by I the don't. way 178 remember that 178 it is uh 178 okay very important um okay here's the thing pinterest has banned weight loss ads on their site you can no longer put any kind of a weight loss program or a diet or anything on Pinterest and why 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 is that because they say it's due to eating disorder concerns now I have to be honest with you it's sort of like let's say it's like the lesser of two evils okay if I were to get Dr. W who's our doctor Dr. Weichert, right who who, and, and I would say to him if I would call him up right now and say, Doctor Weikard, I'm going to ask you a question. Which is worse, having a, de- a, a eating disorder or being morbidly obese? Which one do you think he would say was the worst?
0: Having an eating disorder. Do you really? I do.
1: You don't think he'd say being morbidly obese? No. Because when you when you're morbidly obese, or even when you're just rare, rare, you know plain old obese, remember most of the people who died from the Corona 19, you know the COVID 19 thing. Were compromised, and one of the things they were compromised with, they were overweight, and a lot of them have diabetes, which is you know. And once again, I'm the son of a. My dad got got, you know, type two onset adult diabetes in his 40s, and when I got fat, and I did get fat, I went from 162 pounds to 310 in two years. So I can say I got fat because I was a fat boy. Uh, when I got fat, my dad really got mad at me. I mean, you know, not right away. I mean, when because I lost a lot of weight and then I gained it back. And I remember I used to go to his house and cut his grass on Sunday when he got to the point where he couldn't cut his grass anymore. And it was during football season. And I walked in one day after I got done cutting grass. And my dad was a man of few words. And my dad's sitting there watching TV. I walk in the room, you know, getting ready to you know, tell him i finished grass. I'm leaving. And he looks at me, strange look, and he says, says GD? You know what GD stands for, right? No. G is God. D is figured out. Okay. G- okay. gd it that's what he said gd it lose the gd weight
0: oh, oh okay got it and
1: i looked down i go i go where'd that come from i didn't say it i'm going like damn you know that's that that's my thank you for cutting your grass and he says he says you gotta end up like me look on here look look at me i got this this gd diabetes and it's killing me you gotta end up like me lose the gd weight okay i will and i did <laughs> and, uh, i remember that day like it happened yesterday that's been a long time ago it's
0: funny i was a i was a portly child and my biological father offered to buy me a new wardrobe if i lost like 80 pounds
1: well you know it's one of those things i still did i do
0: it no because that's not my motivator
1: i still say the worst of the two evils is 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 obesity and not eating disorder But that's just me. Okay, we're done. We gotta get out of here. And we're running. We do
0: have to get out of here because the the computer turns us off, doesn't it?
1: Right. It's gonna shut us down in about a minute. So I gotta I gotta play weather and we gotta get the hell out. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay?
0: Okay. Have a great day, everybody. Peace.
1: And Robbie Brooke, Jamie Allman, I love you.
0: Seven fifty nine. Aw.